Welcome to the 30 Minutes Podcast, a podcast where three teenagers give their raw, unfiltered, unscripted opinion on random topics. I am your host, Kostup Sattlery, along with my two good friends, Mandip Chetri and Ayan Chowdhury. Episode 2, Anxiety and Insecurity. Because we are teenagers, uh, we experience lots of anxiety and insecurity as we're going through a phase of change in our lives. So I feel like it would be appropriate for us to talk about this and talk about how we can overcome it. Your time starts now. Yes, uh, I have experienced social anxiety. As you all know, I'm, I was an immigrant like from the country of Nepal. And I always get scared whenever I'm talking because I'm worried I'm going to mess up my grammar and my pronunciation is messed up. Like when I'm around a group of people. So like, because English isn't your first language? Yeah. So what, what was your first language? Nepali. Nepali is a language? Oh, okay. Yeah. Do you feel comfortable? I generally feel pretty comfortable talking because, I mean, I was born here, so, you know like English is like my was English was kind of my first language I sort of learned two languages at the same time but I do stutter a lot because I have I speak another language at home and it kind of like messes with what I with what I think sometimes yeah so like being because I'm bilingual you're you're bilingual do you know like you know two languages or do you know more than two languages I mean if you count French for school but no uh I'm, I'm bilingual yeah I wonder how like people who speak more than like multiple languages overcome that. I wonder if they ever overlap like between. I mean, languages. we speak multiple languages. Yeah. But like, oh, you mean like oh, uh, a lot of languages? Multilingual, more than bilingual. Oh, uh, well, more than bilingual. Yeah. So like, yeah, D- but well, we don't, we don't. Okay, personally, I don't experience much like overlapping. Sometimes there are there are like phrases that I want to say in Telugu. Or in like, you know, yeah, native language Telugu. Uh, but that I just don't say. And like, I, I find a way to say it in English or something. But most of the time, there isn't any overlap. When I'm speaking English, I'm speaking English. And when I'm speaking Telugu, I'm speaking Telugu. Uh, Is it the same with you? Uh, okay. Uh, sometimes, yeah, I think it's the same. It's similar. Because well, sometimes there have been moments whenever I'm talking to someone, right? I want to say something in Nepali really badly. So like I feel I felt social anxiety like uh in classrooms when a teacher asks you to read like a textbook or whatever, I've gotten I got I, you know I get like socially anxious or whatever because I'm scared like you know like I said I'm a mess up right. Yeah. So if we're talking about insecurity, your like language barrier would be an insecurity of yours, like yeah. your English, I guess. Yeah. That. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah that would be one of my insecurities and i've gotten through it like i've gotten through that insecurity by just like practicing and like thinking carefully sometimes sometimes i don't think carefully if i'm with like people i'm comfortable around with but if i'm like in like a for example if it's a presentation right i think Uh, very carefully before i say something so then i don't mess it up in my mind when it comes to like social like anxiety whatever it's like you know how um well last year you took mr banano's class right and so yeah. you know how he like asks you like what's like the answer 
or like what does this mean what does that mean I have social anxiety then because like I don't want to get it wrong and like embarrass myself from like 25 other people because that's just like you know it's not fun when like people just go like oh you stupid you got the wrong answer or something like that or when it comes to um, just you know like when you're like dozy like just daydreaming in class or not because like so boring like Mr. Butler's Mm -hmm. and then um you just like lose track of what teacher's saying and then like they call on you and that like feeling of oh shoot what are we talking yeah, about again? Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's like, That's... oh, hell no. And I don't know how to, like, you know, cope with it. But, I mean, as the days, like, flew by in school, like, I un- like I understand now, like, when those situations happen, all I have to do is, like, just be awake in class, you know? No matter I've never, what. I never slept in class because I've, I've never gotten to that point of, like, tiresomeness. But, like, I, I do occasionally just stop thinking in class, especially if I have bigger thing not bigger things per se but like things that are more important to me personally on my mind if I have like other things on my mind then like sometimes I do stop paying attention in class and I I remember like well this one explicit time in third grade where I got in like big trouble because I wasn't paying attention in class or at least I thought it was big trouble but like everyone was like no you're fine what what, what happened yeah and, I've yeah like I think it happens pretty frequently. Like, there's, like, every day, like, during school, there was, like, that one class. I think it was always, like, the last class of the day. I just completely lost, like... Unless you had PE like me, so, like... <laughs> uh, I, I always had PE in first, uh, in the beginning of the day. Yeah, so, me like, too. I had English, and I just couldn't focus. I had French, but luckily, our French class is really, like... She isn't... She kind of understands, like, yeah, this is the last class of the day. I kind of I get that you won't be on your 100% A game so like you can take it slow it's okay and then my yeah and and, and on my other days I'd have algebra last and I mean Mr. Clarity is amazing so it's all good (laughs) the first class and the last class is like the classes that are the hardest to focus well Well, first class like I don't really know if it's the hardest but my hardest is when there's lunch so hungry and I can't really do anything about it so me and Custom, we used to have 3B English, and that was right before lunch. And like, I focused and like, I asked questions and whatnot, and like, I got knowledge. But then, it, but I had to do it with like a bunch of effort because I was so hungry. Yeah, that that's that's actually really true. I always, I was, I would always be super hungry. Especially the worst part is I'd be hungry in the middle of tests, and I wouldn't ever think about that tests. Sucks. I'd just be like, that sucks. I, yeah, I, I sit next to uh, to Navia, so I'd always like mouth to Navia like, I'm so hungry, and she'd be like, I am too. And, yeah. yeah, yeah, but you know, it's okay. It kind of, especially because we ran in the mornings. Anyway, we completely deviated from anxiety and insecurity. How okay? <laughs> how would you guys connect anxiety and insecurity when it comes to like the, so our social lives and such? Well. Like how I said on Mr. Bonanno, like that's how a social anxiety can connect to insecurity by the fact that like I'm insecure of like I'm um, scared that what happens if I fail, you know, like that failure type of feeling that one has when it comes to, you know, everyday things. So for, like, you, ang- so for you, anxiety creates insecurity or is it the other way around? Anxiety does create insecurity. Wait, actually, I kind of flip flops both ways. Yeah, because I was going to say, like, for me, um, I generally get anxious because of my insecurities. Yeah. And yeah, exactly. it, like, that happens to me, too. 
Like, I get anxious because I lost my insecurities. Like, now my acne has gotten a lot better, but in the year, I used to have really bad acne. And I was just like, oh, hell no. Nah. Someone looks at me, they're going to be like, what is this potato-looking dude doing over here? Yeah, but and now he's gotten better. So, like, I'm not really worried about it anymore. My dad actually had really bad acne. Okay, I, I had an insecurity about acne, kind of, because um, my mom always told me, like, take care of your face, never, never get acne, wash your face often, and, you know, everything like that. And my dad had really bad acne, so I, I always thought, like, I'd end up getting it, and I was always scared. But, I mean, I'm in 10th grade, and I haven't got it yet, so that's good. Yeah, same. I just, yeah, I just follow my parents' advice, wash my face. Yeah, so I always end up, that's why I'm I'm insecure about it, but not really. Like, I, I've sort of overcome that because I realized that, like, maybe just because my dad had it and my mom's warning me about it, it doesn't mean that it's the end of the world, you know? I get, me, and that's a way to overcome it, I guess. Yeah. To me, there's still some insecurities that, like, I haven't overcame yet. And one of them, so, like, like in it was started during seventh grade, right? So I'm um, like a couple of my friends like started making fun of my head shape, right? And I actually looked and I, I looked weird. So then mm-hmm. um so then I felt really scared. So whenever like someone made fun of it, I was like, Oh, I was just gonna go along with it and everything. But I, it just made me feel even more insecure. So whenever we got our Nike beanies, right? I used to wear them a lot, right? After we yeah. got them. That was one of the reasons. I used to just wear to cover my head uh, but like i mean you're okay i think the only reason that people think your head shape looks weird is because you always have like a super short haircut your hair is always so tiny and it's obvious that like it pe- your hair your head like sort of peaks at the back in the yeah, but whenever i did have long hair like in seventh grade like it was like in seventh grade when i used to have like every time i have long hair right they, they you could still see because like my hair like it looked like there was more hair on the back than in the oh, like that. So it look yeah. weird. I am more like I I have some insecure. Okay, I have insecurities that uh, I kind of cannot overcome because it's not like a in, an insecurity that's been placed on me by someone. It's more of like my own physical nature, like my hands. My hands are like uh, are always either super dry or super sweaty, and it always ends up like um. I, I hate giving handshakes and high fives or like even just passing something to someone because I always think like it, there's going to be a crap ton of sweat on it and then I'm just, you know, it's going to be bad or whatever. Like right now my hands are so sweaty. It's kind of disgusting. But yeah. So, so how did you deal with your guys' insecurities this year? As well? And like in the school year, last year, how did you deal with it? How does Costa deal with it? I, I, uh, I have what, like, two insecurities or maybe three yeah i have about i have like three in major insecurities right and that's mm-hmm. my hands my hair and my height but how's your hair insecurity bro your hair looks nice i like because okay i always thought like i was just sort of different in that way because my parents are all that i've sort of overcome that like i have, I have really curly hair right and mm-hmm. um I my none of my parents have curly hair. My brother doesn't have curly hair. No one does. I just have curly hair, right? So I always thought like, oh, maybe I'm just like weird or something. I have something wrong. I don't know. And then people like actually voice that. Oh, I, I actually used to straighten it in seventh grade. But yeah, people used then people said like, oh, your, hair, your curly hair looks nice. And I was like, oh, thanks. And then I don't know. I sort of overcame that. My hands and height, however, 
I'm like the shortest out of all of my friend groups. I'm always the shortest and I always stand out for being short and my hands are always sweaty and everything. And I haven't overcome both of those. It's like, I don't know. I just like, I, I don't like being the shortest. And my mom's always pressuring me. Like if you don't get six foot tall, how can I arrange a girl for you for your arranged marriage? <laughs> Technically, I'm pretty sure you're taller than me. Like I don't think I'm taller than you. How tall are you? Taller, I think I'm taller than both of you guys. I'm Shut okay. Up, on. You're like five seven or something. I'm like Shut five up. five. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm probably five five or five six. I'm I'm pretty short. Yeah, but, but there's like that fraction afterwards, short. three fourths, uh, one half, all that. <laughs> Dude, we gotta we gotta calculate the decimal points. That's how you can tell. But yeah, I don't like um being short because then sometimes because I'm short, people. I, I've noticed this. People like don't think I'm confident in some of the things I'm saying. And so like sometimes I'd be projecting really well in like a presentation or something and the teachers would say, try and speak up a bit. And I'm like, I uh, I don't say this to them, but me myself, I think I am speaking up. I'm just, I'm just short. It doesn't go, it doesn't go that far, you know? Yeah, I'm not trying to yell, man. You know, when you go for like your physical doctor appointments, I sometimes get anxious because like they're looking at your height and everything, right? And I'm worried, I'm, th- I'm thinking if they're judging me for it and everything, thinking about like your problems and what you should do. It's just scared. And then your parents are just there listening, looking at you. Yeah, I hate it when that happens, dude. Like, like if I, like sometimes like there's some things in which like you only want to tell that one individual. Yeah, like when I was, um, every time I go to the, not every time, like when I was young, right? When I was really young, every time that I went to the doctors for like those physical like checkups and everything, I'd always be super underweight, which it's never been an insecurity of mine because I never, never, no one ever like came to me and said, you're underweight. But I, I was always super underweight and I was like scared, like, oh, is this or something? My BMI is so, so small, you know, but. Oh my I god, guess. that reminds me of one of my biggest insecurities. Okay, so you know, um, uh, you know, like uh, you, you guys, um, I, I'm assuming that since all of us are brown, y'all have been to like some uncle's house or auntie's house, and it was like like seven other or ten other families, twelve other families inside, yeah. right? Yeah. Yes. All right. So, um, my dad, he used to always say I'm really skinny, and you know how like I play soccer, right? Yeah. Yeah. So at that time, I, I think I was playing for. I, I was like, it was during a tournament. And like it was um the day the day before a final, and so everyone's like you're so skinny like they they're all gonna push you down and stuff. And this was like ten other uncles saying it. I was like only ten years old, and they're like they're all gonna push you down and whatnot. And like I was just like, dang, I'm really that skinny? Like a stick? That really got to me because I didn't I didn't know what to do about it. Like I I was too young to like work out, and I thought if I did, because my mom used to say if you lift dumbbells, then you're you're gonna like stay short or whatnot. So I was like, I can't do anything about it. It's like, why are they like, why are they making fun of me about something I can't do? And then, yeah, it just hurt. But I ended up winning the tournament though, so like, we're good. My my parents always say I was like, at least my mom always ta- tells my dad like, why aren't you feeding him anything? He's so skinny. Bro, same. <laughs> oh my god. Like, yeah, same. When I went Bruh. to uh, when I went to like it's not Nepal, even right? funny. That's so if, I, if we're talking like okay. And wait, like when I went to Nepal, right, uh, to meet my family, right, everyone uh, thought I was skinny and they were like, oh, why aren't you eating? And I'm like, I eat the most in my family. It's just <laughs> yeah, it's not just going. Cheap. And then also, my if you're talking height, right, you know how you sometimes people are insecure about their height? My, like at school, I, I like, 
I'm short, right? But my family thinks I'm gonna be like six foot because they think I'm tall. How tall are your parents? They're pretty, my dad's like an inch taller than me. He's like seven and my mom's like five one. My and the doctor's like, the I'm gonna turn like five ten or something. I don't even remember what my doctor estimate was, but my parents are about the same height as yours, so. Yeah, and if I do, like, my parents, because the Nepalese are generally pretty short. Yeah. Yeah, they're pretty short. They're not really that tall. Like, the shortest man, like, in the world was literally Nepali. Oh, right. Isn't it the same thing with Indians? Like, aren't Indians generally shorter as well? Yeah. Oh, no. I have a a bunch of Indian friends outside of school, and they're hella tall. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, but like, but we're talking about like, there's more than a billion Indians. You know, well, yeah, sure. you know, like, I, uh, uh, from talking to you guys about my, you know, different insecurities and such, it's, I feel like it's kind of, this is a way to cope with your insecurities. Like, if you're experiencing a great deal of anxiety, because I know some people in my own school that experience a lot of anxiety from their insecurities, um, I feel like a good way to cope with that is to talk to someone with a similar insecurity or someone who understands what you're talking about because um, it sucks to have an insecurity that's like, that's sort of plaguing your life and making you anxious to do anything. So talk to someone, I guess. <laughs> I don't want this to turn into like a depression message, but you know, talk to someone if you're experiencing that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I considered myself to be pretty introverted, right? <clears throat> and like, yeah. so, te- so like social anxiety is pretty common. Cause like whenever I talk to like a stranger, a new person, I'm like, what should I say? Uh, 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 what is it? What do that? What does that person think of me and everything? And I'm like, uh, I get just scared, and it just becomes awkward the conversation. Naturally, I'm also like introverted, but um, I I did like speech classes when I was younger, and I uh, I I did like um stage like I did karate when I was young, so I I'm used to like you know performing on a stage, so it's it's not like unnatural for me to go meet someone. Like if, if there's a random stranger, I will like, and my parents tell me to meet them, I will meet them, but I'm not one to like go and reach out for other people like on my own. I prefer to stay with by myself, but I also like, um, if my parents tell me like, you know, go say hi to that guy over there because you know, all Indian parents do that. Then I will go say hi to that guy over there. Oh, like I could, okay, I could, perf- I can like, cause I also took like speech classes, right? For like two years, I could present and perform. But if it's like, if I, like you said, like if my parents like tell me to go talk to someone, I, I wouldn't, I couldn't talk to them cause I don't know what to say to them. It's just feels like a forced like interaction. So I can't. Yeah, I feel that. I feel that. I experienced that so much. That's with all Indian parents. Like you ever go to like one of those, um, one of those, uh, what is it? like pujas or something and then they're like family friends that you never knew existed and then now you have to go talk to them and bring up conversation and now it's so weird yeah but the thing about pujas right like my parents tell them to talk to them kids because they're like oh even if they're like five-year-olds they could be your friend but they're so annoying and everything it's there was this one time we had like this house puja right and my parents forced me to talk to their kids right take care of their kids and I talked to them because I was like, uh, I was like, okay, because they were just kids. So I could like just be like, okay with them because they're, and then, but they were like, so <laughs> annoying to talk to because it started destroying my room. 
<laughs> all all the kids nowadays that are like five year olds are just doing Fortnite dances and like freaking. Bro, I love Fortnite dances. Now I'm joking. Yeah. Actually, really annoying. so there was this time right. We had to, like, outside of my neighborhood. Okay. I see a bunch of kids like they all come out. And they're like probably like sixth, seventh grade. Dude, I swear to God, yesterday I saw everyone doing that. Like I think it's called the default dance or whatever. <laughs> Right, it looks so. I cringed so hard after seeing that. I was just like, "Why?" They're just bandwagoning, if you think about it. We sound like boomers from all this, like (laughs) not not knowing (laughs) this. You didn't even know the name of it. Well, personally, I I hate. Bro, I don't even play Fortnite. Like, well, kids are generally more annoying now. Because I remember there was this one kid, right? He went in my room, grabbed my pillow, and started running outside. <laughs> so I just chase after him, cause I, cause he, he was playing with my sword, like my fake plastic sword. So I took it away. So he got mad and took my emoji pillow. And then Dude, it's, you it's have an emoji pillow emoji as well. Pillow. I have, I have like the devil. Bro, emoji. I have the emoji pillow as well too. I have the sunglasses on. Those are yeah, so soft, cool. man. <laughs> yeah, they are. Yeah. But now I can't use them anymore because my parents took them. <laughs> so that no more five year olds would steal them. Yeah. Nice. That's Those were like one of the reasons I could sleep better. Like when you're sleeping, your anxieties come true. Like all your insecurities just come in your mind. Like it doesn't happen to you. Nope. Like when you're awake ha- and you just start thinking. Yeah. That happened I last ex- night. I have, I don't really experienced that. Like last time, like the only thing I thought about was like a chicken invading the world. I do not know how that. Do not ask how that came up. I just thought about it. Like some big, huge chicken came from like Pakistan and started like invading the whole entire world. And it was bigger than the coronavirus and everything. And I was just like, "Bro, how are we gonna stop it?" And I woke up, and then I realized it was all a dream. That's we're not talking about dreams. We're talking about like um, like some anxiety or insecurities that have happened like as you're trying to go to sleep. Like, okay, have oh. you ever had like an awkward interaction at school, and then you can't stop thinking about it as you as you get home, and then. Like, you can't even go to sleep in the end because, like, you just keep thinking about that one thing. Well, I don't really keep on thinking about it, but, yeah, I have a bunch of awkward interactions at school. And not really. Like, okay, actually, sometimes. Not all the time. Sometimes. Sometimes. Generally, uh, like, I always, like, before I sleep, I think about one thing, and slowly it leads back to all my social interactions, right, throughout my life. And I just think about what I could have done differently, and it just makes me scared. Like, they think, like, the, how, like, the social interaction put me in a bad image. I, 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 I never actually thought of, like, how I could change the social interaction to make it better, because I always end up messing, like, I always end up, like, going into that paradox like you know the butterfly paradox like if but if i change this then it's gonna mess everything up in the long run and like there's no point to doing that so instead of thinking about like how i could have changed my social interaction i sort of just think about it and like how i can meet it in the future like what i what i can do to make it better which i admit it probably isn't better than what i'm doing right now but you know it's 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 something that i do at night that it's like the buildup of all my anxieties yeah, at night. Yeah, I, that's understand, understandable. Like, you remember when we were talking about doctors, right? Recently, I had, like, like a doctor appointment, the eye doctor, right? And uh, we, I, so now I have to get new glasses. But throughout that eye exam, right, my mom was there with me. And every time I, like, every time, you know how they make you look at letters and tell, ask you what they are? Yeah. Every yeah. time I mess, mess up, 
I look back at my mom and my mom is just shaking her head. <laughs> it's like <laughs> it's like a proper test. <laughs> and I'm like, I was I'm and I'm like wondering, would you get the letters if you were sitting there? I mean, my my parents probably have better eyesight than me. I also have glasses. My brother doesn't, and he spends more time on like the TV than any of us combined. So like, I don't know how I was unlucky, but I was unlucky, and I have glasses. Yeah, it's and, crazy yeah. how there's some people who could like watch, like binge watch, and still have perfectly fine eyes. Yeah, I don't know why I was, I was gonna say blessed, but then I realized it's not the right word. Um, anti-blessed with bad eyesight. <laughs> My eyes, I guess, like, I guess we have, like, pretty sensitive eyes compared to, sensitive to light. Yeah, and then there are those people, then there's those, like, people that, that, like, wear fake glasses as a fashion. Okay, it's it's because they think it looks good on them. But, like, they don't understand how horrible glasses actually are to, to actually use, like, you have to clean them all the time. If they're too dirty, you can't even see through them. You, if you if you lose them and you don't have a second pair of glasses, then it's impossible to find them because your eyesight's bad to find them anyway, and you rely on them to exist. You can't do so many. You can't walk out in the rain because your uh, your glasses will get drenched and and you can't see anything. It yeah. sucks. People who That's don't have glasses are like the type of people to say, just get contacts. But even if you I have, have contacts, a- you need glasses. <laughs> Yeah, even if you have contact, I'm wearing glasses right now, but I generally wear contacts because I can't be asked to put my contacts on every morning and take them off every night in this quarantine. And it's not like I go outside or anything. Yeah. But uh, Dude, how is it like having contacts? Talking about wearing contacts, like I know this is off topic and I do it, the thought of wearing contacts just like bugs me because I'm not, I'm not like, I don't like put something in my eye and just like, I feel like that's like so irritating. When I first Some didn't people... know what contacts were, I thought it was just you putting glass in your eyes. Yeah, it's, not it's, it's this piece of like silicone that's curved in a certain way, but you have to make sure that you put the glasses, the uh, not glasses, contacts, the, the right way in. Otherwise, like if, if it's like flipped or something, then it irritates your eyes so much. And uh, yeah, but it's, it's not that bad of a process. You don't re- recognize that they exist through the rest of the day. But if you have allergies, it sucks because then you itch your eye or you rub your eye and then it, you mess up the contacts. And then like one time I actually tore a contact inside my eye from rubbing it too much. And then I had to toss those in the middle of my class, like middle of school day. And I didn't actually have contacts. I was thinking about getting contacts, but uh, I thought, but then I thought about how I'm going to get contacts. I have to get glasses as well as backup. Yeah. One day. Okay. This actually ties back into insecurity. Um, one day, like, oh, I came to school. I ran out of contacts for the whole year, right? So we we, we got a doctor's appointment and the contacts were Oh, for real? Out. How? Yeah. What do you mean, how? I just didn't have enough contacts. Oh, that was bad. <laughs> anyway, but, like, yeah. So I didn't have enough – I didn't have uh, contacts, right? So I came to school in glasses, and everyone was like, what? You actually have glasses? Because people straight up forgot that I had contacts. And, like – I don't know. Some people like said switch back to contacts. Some people were like, "No, you look great in glasses." And I was like, "What the heck? I didn't expect this. I just expect to go to school one day with mine." I don't know. I'm I'm scared to lose my to not lose to not have enough contacts anymore because like I'm scared that like okay, are they just gonna judge me for how I look with contacts on? Like, what's gonna happen? I'm 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 like so yeah, and I'm. I'm not insecure about that, but like it is a bit of anxiety that I have sometimes. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I think I could relate because I remember this one time 
I just took off my glasses just to clean them because it was getting foggy. And everyone was like, ew. And I was like, okay, then. So then I yeah. just put it back. <laughs> like, you know, those people who take off their glasses and just don't want to show anyone like yeah. how they look with our glasses. So they just cover themselves up before mm-hmm. every time they take off their glasses. Yeah. Actually, though, the only reason that like people said that, because I was there when you did that. Uh, the only reason people said that when they when you took off your glasses is because you actually have like bags under your eyes. You look like you haven't slept in years. And so whenever they take whenever you take your glasses off, it looks like it looks like you haven't slept in a while or something it's probably because i tight my glasses or something uh my glasses are actually they're pretty tight i got them last year so because like it's so tight because whenever i put my glasses like if i put it like too forward it falls off but so i always put it a little bit too back so like there's always like sweat forming around it I remember in first grade, I used to have glasses. Like, I didn't really need glasses to begin with. My parents just got scared that my brother's eyesight was getting weak, so they just got glasses for me. But they didn't so know your like, prescription? What? How could, they get, how could they get glasses without, like, uh, the measurement for each eye? You have to know, it, like, if it's plus 0.25 or whatever. I have no idea what the reason was. That's what but I But isn't it was bad thinking. if you just get prescribed glasses? It just makes your I, Yeah, it is. Worse. But, like, I, I, I couldn't do anything at the time. So I got glasses, right? And bro, when I looked in the mirror, I, I thought I looked so bad. So when I went to school, I used to like, y'all been to public school before, right? Oh no, cost yeah. Yeah. Oh, timer's up. Yeah, continue Bruh. what you were saying, continue what you're saying. All right, so um, I used to go to Valley Ranch Elementary and in the morning we had to go put our backpacks in the cubbies, right? And so I used to go put them, I used to go put my glasses in the cubby so that no one like would notice that I have glasses. Oh I yeah, no. Like, I actually have a I have a picture of you when you were in like I don't know like second grade, or, think, sixth grade or something. sixth grade. Oh yeah, sixth grade when you actually had when you had glasses and you didn't have braces and anything and like oh my oh, god. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. So yeah fourth grade actually. I, I think that was fourth grade. Okay. Anyway, grade we, have, we have finished our timer. So give us uh, one last thing about anxiety and insecurity and how to overcome it and stuff, stuff like that. Before we end this uh, episode, everyone feels, everyone has experienced anxiety and insecurities, and uh, not all of them can be overcome. But the best way to probably deal with it is by talking to someone who can relate to it. As a motivation, I feel like that you should just know everyone's unique and everyone has their own type of problems that they're going through, so that we we show just like you know respect to people and. Well, what I'm trying to say is that you should know, like, your self-worth and know that, like, no matter, like, what happens, like, everything's going to be okay. Yeah. Everyone's and then I, I'd like to say that um, if you want, if you see an insecurity in yourself, don't try and, or if you see something, like, that you believe is wrong about yourself, don't force yourself to try and fix it because sometimes you don't need to fix it. And, um, I mean, you, that doesn't mean, like, don't try and fix it. If you want to fix it, go ahead. But that doesn't mean like you have to try like every day is just trying to fix that one thing about you. So, you know, love yourself. Um, That's all we have for today. Uh, I hope you enjoyed the episode. And if you like what we say here, tune in for episode three coming hopefully soon. Goodbye.